Australia's racing heartland. This is the only program dedicated to Victorian country racing. Welcome to the Country Racing Show. It's got it all. Yeah, time for the Country Racing Show on this Thursday morning. And Maggie Payne, as she always does, joins us. Hello, Maggie. G'day, Maddie. How are you going? Going well, thank you. What a terrific week it's been in country racing. Yes, it has. The sums really came out. We've had great weather, racing weather right across the state. And lots of it's good just to see people back at the races. Uh, a few thousand people got to different race meetings across the weekend, including a couple of picnic cups. So it was um, it's just great to see everyone out and about again and enjoying the country races. How was it at Mansfield? Yes, it was good. It was a beautiful sunny day up in Mansfield in the high country. It was also... Great racing, and as it's been heard on RSN all throughout the week, uh, Maddie Stewart took out the cup, so he was a he was a happy man uh, on Sunday at Mansfield. But no, it was certainly a great day for that club, and they hadn't raced for eighteen months, so Gerald Egan did put together the track very well, and it uh, was superb day of racing. Yeah, he looked terrific there in his three quarter length pants as well. There, Matt looked very dapper uh, <laughs> in the winners in the winners. So what was it like with the COVID restrictions um, and all of the protocols that were in place? How did you find that? Yeah, no, it, it was okay. Obviously, it's um, a, a little bit different, but, you know, I had a nice little picnic spot and just stuck to kind of there and got up and watched the races and then headed back down. But I was with a, a good girlfriend that I used to go to uni with, so caught up with her and, you know, it was just good to see some familiar faces and, um, you know, it, it was good uh, despite the restrictions in place, but we still had a great day. And the Mansfield Cup was taken out by Maldestro, obviously trained by uh, the legend of the picnic circuit, Tiger Keenan. Uh, and it was great that we had Tiger on RSN Central with Gareth on Monday morning. And it was a terrific interview, Maggie. And I, I listened to it back and uh, he spoke about how winning the Mansfield Cup, he actually likened it to winning the Melbourne Cup because there were so many people involved doing so many different things. And that's really what it's all about, isn't it? Yeah, and, that, and that's what you get at the picnic races. And it's no different across the professionals. But you, they've got a real affiliation with their horses. And, and it's a real community, I know. Uh, you know, I've got a close association with Tiger having a few horses with him, but and even the jockeys, it's a real community and they're, they're there for the horses. They're not racing for a million dollars every week. So um, it was great to see him take out the, uh, the Mansfield Cup with Mel Destra, as you mentioned, Matt. But it is picnic jockey premiership. It is certainly heating up. Grant Seacombe, who took out the cup, he rode a treble on Sunday at Mansfield and he goes behind Sean Cooper, who sits up the top. Behind, uh, he goes behind him two wins. Uh, Sean also rode a treble the day before at Hillsville and also won the Cup. But uh, Grant also rode five seconds on Saturday, so he would have been a bit happier on Sunday with the Mansfield Cup in the boot and uh, this jockey premiership certainly heading up. Yeah, how competitive is that jockey premiership? Yeah, well, I would say if Sean's riding a treble on uh, Saturday and Grant's riding one on the Sunday, uh, not too many other jockeys are getting a bit of a look-in at the moment. So these two fellas are on fire. If you're heading to a picnic race meeting, uh, you know, they, they very rarely go without riding a winner between the two of them. So they're on fire. Uh, Sean obviously took it out a few years ago. Uh, the Picnic Jockey Premiership and Grant has come close many times. So he they will be looking to go one better at Willemeyer this weekend. Yeah, and the other picnic meeting over the weekend was the Heelsville Cup taken out by Dash for D uh, there on the weekend, Maggie. Yeah, it was a good uh, Heelsville Cup edition of the Heelsville Cup, trained by Ray Coombs, who's in good form at the moment, getting a few winners, and uh, it's always a great meeting. Uh, and they've also got a few more meetings upcoming if you want to head to uh, Hillsville over the coming months in the summer and probably highlighted by their Golden Song meeting. So traditionally they used to be, uh, run on Golden Slipper Day, but uh, they've done made their own thing. It's the Golden Song at Hillsville. It's 
certainly not a race meeting to be missed. Oh, I love that. That's terrific. Hey, uh, we're, we're hoping to catch up with Jackie Jackie Horner on spinning a yarn shortly. She's just not picking up at the moment. Um, she's doing wonderful things there uh, as both a trainer and a jockey at the moment. But another jockey who's been on fire recently, Maggie, is Emily Brown. She's She's been dominating there at Yarra Valley yesterday, riding a double. Yeah, she's, I spoke to Emily yesterday. She's in super form. She's only been race riding for probably 14 months, originally from uh, Warnable. Uh, she started her apprenticeship with Maddie, Matthew Brown down there at Warnable. And, and she only joined, uh, she's 27 years old and probably didn't sit on a racehorse till her mid-20s. So she got the bug a bit later in life, I guess you could say, and did her, uh, started her apprenticeship with Matthew Brown at Warnable. She's been transferred to Ken and Casey Keys at Cranbourne uh, last January and has just kind of gone strength from, to strength and strength. And she wrote, as you said, she wrote a double yesterday at Yarra Valley and you could just see by uh, those wins, she's just improved out of sight and she's in super form. So a jockey to uh, follow and not to be confused with Ethan Brown in the race book <laughs> when you see E Brown, but uh, no, Emily's going super. No, she's doing wonderful things in her own right as well. And it is time to spin a yarn on this Thursday morning as Jackie Horner joins us. And we might not have the opener for spinning a yarn, so the big anti-climax here on the Country Racing Show, Maggie. I apologise, but it is wonderful to catch up with Jackie this morning. Hello, Jackie. How you going? Yeah, going well, thank you. You've, you're a busy busy lady these days, training and riding at the moment in the country. It's, uh, it must be a difficult task, juggling both acts. Yeah, I mean, riding's been a little bit more on the quiet side um, ever since we uh, had a baby. So... Um, yeah, we've sort of just been been focusing on the training side of things and now just starting to get back into riding. And, yeah, it's um, got a busy few days coming up, so really looking forward to it. And, Jackie, that's probably an understatement of busy few days. You're heading to four race meetings and you mentioned your little fella. You've recently had a baby and you've got married. It's been a whirlwind few years for you, but you're settling into the training paper pretty well. Yeah, it has been a very full-on couple of years, you know. If anyone had asked me if I was going to be married and have a baby um, at the age of almost 26, I probably would have laughed. But, um, yeah, I couldn't be happier with with my life and um, the way that things are going at the moment. Um, We've got a few horses in work. Um, Our jumpers are um, first up. Um, this week and um, looking forward to the upcoming jump, jump season with them and, yeah, a couple of flat horses going around as well. And, Jackie, you've made the move from Warnable to Cranbourne. How have you found that shift? Yeah, well, I, when I first got my trainer's licence, that's where I was based. Um, I, I moved back to Warnable with Dad. Um, he needed a little bit of help and it was good to have the help from him and his wife, um, Robin, who unfortunately passed away a couple of years ago with cancer. But... Um, yeah, and I sort of got back into riding a fair bit then and, um, yeah, and Daryl and I got together and we had a baby and got married and things sort of slowed down. We moved back. We're actually down at Bath um, on a beautiful big property and um, training from the beach um, most most of the time. Um, our horses very rarely see a race course and, unless they go to Cranbourne for a gallop. So, yeah, it's just a good good place to be and everything's going really well. And Jackie, you mentioned your father, Dennis, who, for the listeners out there, we're speaking to uh, Jackie Horner, uh, Nee Berryman. Uh, obviously, you're born into racing and you've, you've married a jump jockey and Daryl Horner Jr. So you must, you mentioned the jump season upcoming. You both must be getting um, pretty excited for it upcoming and excited to see these horses uh, first up over the weekend. 
Yeah, that's it. I mean, um, I've always loved jumps racing and always been a massive fan of it. I've always schooled horses and, um, yeah, I first got got into it more when um, Daryl and I got together and we purchased a couple of jumpers um, for ourselves. And, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be very exciting um, for the jump season to get going and hopefully for us to get a couple winners together. Jackie, how do you go riding for yourself on horses that you train as well? Would you prefer to have someone else riding them or do you like being able to, um, I guess, jump on the back of a horse that you train yourself because you, so you've got full control? How do, how do you go with that? It's pretty good because I ride them every day, so I know them better than anyone else would. So it's sort of easier for me to ride them myself race day. I know what I can and can't do and what, I've, what I'm going to have at um, a certain part of the race and... Um, and more so um, that, you know, if anything does go wrong, I can blame myself <laughs> rather than blame another jockey. I know how hard it is um, being a jockey and, um, yeah, and the pressure. And, yeah, but when I ride my own, I, I feel confident and um, happy and, and I just know that I'm giving 110% every time I go out there to ride one. And you mentioned you set up down there at Bath in a beautiful part of the world and You've got, uh, you know, great facilities there for your jumpers. Can you just take us through that? Yeah, we're down at Karazi Park um, where Dale's employed. Um, and I walk my horses down the road. It's an 800-metre walk down, the, down to the beach. They work on the beach. They walk in the water. They have a nice walk home um, and a massive swimming pool. And there's a track um, at Karazi Park. Um, but not very often do I work them on the track. I just think, you know, um, we utilise the beach as much as we can and we do a few pre-trainers and um, Daryl does a couple breakers, a couple um, horses he breaks in. and um, Yeah, so it keeps us very busy and, I mean, we've only got sort of six in work, but um, this time of the year people, you know, um, want their horses broken in and, and that sort of thing. So it's quite busy for us and the summer period, I mean, there's no better place to be than the beach, is there? <laughs> Are you looking to grow your stable out beyond that or are you happy to keep it as a relatively small team at the moment? What, what are your sort of aspirations with, with your group? Yeah, we're, we're, you know, we're happy with how things are at the moment. I mean, you never say no to business. Um, and business for us is, um, you know, we, we do get some pre-trainers and, and it's always good. Um, and we've got a wonderful bunch of owners um, with us at the moment. Um, Brian O'Dwyer has been a massive support to us and um, we've got a, a runner for him tonight and a runner for him tomorrow. So, um, yeah, look, I mean, when we get a few more winners, um, hopefully the stable, the stable grows a little bit more and obviously because we have the beach, um, and you just, you know, it's, you don't want anything. <laughs> it's, it's just the best thing for your horse. Um, so, yeah, we never say no to business. And you mentioned the runners over the next couple of days. I'm just having a look at those runners that you've got. A couple of them are nominated at, a, at different tracks. So Gambeson tonight at Pakenham. What, what can we be expecting there? Yeah, Gambeson's a very consistent horse. Um, he um, came to us around this time last year. Um, we were told that he, did, he didn't handle a wet track, um, but he'd never officially been on a heavy track. So um, he won on a heavy track through winter at Warrnambool. I think he's a horse that likes a big track. Um, he's going really well. I think he will definitely run a race tonight. Um, he, he was a bit unlucky last start. He sort of drew wide and um, just had a, quite a tough run. So it was more of a forgetful run. And, yeah, back on, back on a bigger track tonight, I think he'll go a lot better.
He's at $26. He might be an each-way bet there tonight at Pakenham. Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, I, I know him <laughs> know him really well. He's probably one of my favourite horses in the stable. And, um, yeah, I think he'll be better once he gets back onto those, um, wet, you know, the weather tracks. Um, so he'll probably only have a couple more runs before he has a little bit of a let-up to race through winter. And then a couple of runners tomorrow at Geelong. You've got Montanesque and also Gunbolt going around. Markets aren't out yet, but um, are they winning chances tomorrow at Geelong? Mutant Arsec's a really good chance. He he won um, really well um, first up at Wangaratta. I mean, it was we you know we, we know the horse, but um, it was a little bit of a shock to see him win over that sort of distance. He'd never raced under um, fourteen hundred through his whole career, um, and and he went through bad last start to to be true. Um, but yeah, as he as he rises in trip, I think he'll he'll get better, and um, he might eventually go jumping. So. He's, yeah, he's a consistent galloper, and I think he's, a, he's definitely a chance tomorrow. And then Crafty Lion and the little loose go around on Saturday. What can we expect there? Crafty Lion, he's just one of our jumpers. He's, um, he's actually got plenty of ability. He's just uninterested on the flat. So we, we take him to the picnics um, on Saturday, and he'll just bowl around for a bit of fitness before the jumps get, get up and going. Um, and a little loose, uh, she's drawn 14, which is um, really... Um, crappy. Um, otherwise, we would have thought she was she was going to be a very good chance. But um, we might look at another race for her. But she's going really well. She unfortunately ran into a wet track at Stony Creek, and um, it was a little bit of a speed bump. But yeah, back on firmer ground, she will she'll be a better chance. Well, Jackie, it's going to be a busy couple of days for you and your team. We wish you all the very best, and thanks for jumping on the country racing show this afternoon. No worries. Thank you. Here we go. Jackie Horner. She has got a busy couple of days coming up, Maggie, right around the, uh, the state. Yeah, I don't think they have uh, any spare time, herself and Daryl. So, uh, and it'd be, as I mentioned, great to see the jumps racing calendar out yesterday. And Daryl Horner obviously had a breakout season again last year. He won the Kevin and Lassie hurdle with Gobstopper. So he'll be looking to stay aboard Gobstopper and uh, go a few better into the uh, jump racing carnival. Yeah, and we're back in Gumbeeson tonight each way at Pakenham. Let's talk about the road ahead here on the Country Racing Show. And there's no intro for that either today. That's all right. Maggie, what's ha- what's coming up on the road ahead? Yeah, we've got a uh, feature Country Cup, the Camperdown Cup on Saturday. Uh, it's always a great meeting for anyone that's in the Camperdown region. Head along uh, to the Camperdown Cup. And we're also picnic racing at Woolamai, as Jackie mentioned, with her runner crafty line going around. Uh, at the beautiful seaside track, and Sunday we wrap up the weekend with Wangaratta uh, racing on Sunday. But also we've got a, we're building towards a huge uh, Australia Day weekend, which is always a big weekend in, in country racing. So check the calendar. We've got lots of meetings for everyone, including the iconic Balnearing picnics on Australia Day on the Tuesday. So lots of meetings to get through over the next couple of weeks, Maddie. And um, just head to the website to book your ticket. Are you a VIP appearance at any of these meetings over the next couple of days? Uh, I may be heading to... No, I'm not. Not this weekend. I'm heading to Great Western the weekend after, okay. and then I'll be at the Balnearing Cup um, with a few thousand others. I think they've got up to 5,000 people there on Australia Day, so looking forward to a big uh, couple of weeks. You save your very best work till the following week then, Maggie. Good luck over the next couple of days. We'll catch you next week on the Country Racing Show. Thanks, Maddie.